Welcome to the Doc G Show, a radio show cluster. Without further ado, critics have said he has the face for radio and a voice for silent films. Your host, Ben Doc G Gordon. And we are on the air. Yes. Welcome to the Doc G Show. I am your host, Doc G. With me, as always, Mr. Justin Virgin Bat Evangelista. It's just me, but don't worry. Wait, what? It is just you, man. Dave, leaving us in the lurch again, man. Again. The lurch. Yeah, I'm counting this year. Two times so far this year. Two Come times. Come on. Come on, David. Just two, kidding. Two two He's to one. Sick. You've 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 missed one. He's missed two. So I'm just I'm oh, just wow. counting. Then again, I haven't missed any. Nope. But I'm the the only person that puts real effort into the show. You guys just <laughs> you, you guys just show up and let me throw things off of you. And I appreciate yeah, that. Thank it. you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Justin, reach back in your memory banks. Think how we opened the show last week. How did we open the show? Hmm. Um, dude, I'm like blanking. Girl, come on. Spring break, dude. Spring, Spring break. break. Yes, yes. And I guessed. Um, I had the the chance to guess, and I clutched up with Jamaica. You Ooh. guessed the guess two was PCB. Two but lowest. Dave had the top ones. Yeah, you guessed the two lowest and won though. And one. Mm-hmm. Well, this week, our friends, and by friends, I mean they don't know us at all, nope. at Wallet Hub. Wow. <laughs> That's a fact. Wallet Hub. Have you ever used Wallet Hub? It's a personal finance place. Mm, anyway. No, it sounds like StubHub. It is. Uh, I mean, it's a hub. It's a hub. Yes. StubHub, PornHub. What? Wallet Hub. <laughs> all, all the same. Mm. Uh, they decided to it. release their list of the happiest cities in America based oh, okay. on 31 factors. 31 factors. So true. Now, since this is a lot harder uh, to guess uh, as far as spring break, we're gonna I'm going to open up with the top 100. And considering Dave is not here, we can't play off of each other this time. Nope. So this time, Justin, I'm putting up a 50 spot. Of my money on the line. Say what? what? 50 spot. That's right. You can win $50 of my money. Not can only. Can afford that? I can afford that. Nope. Why can I afford that? Because this show makes zero dollars. <laughs> so true. Zero. <laughs> so what you're going to do, you're okay. going to guess five out of the top cities. Hmm. All right? Top cities on the list. Word. Uh, and if you, I, I'm gonna give you five or eight guesses out to get them. Okay, okay. So eight, you so you can get. I th- bet you these are like not even common name cities, though. I bet. Well, I mean, most of these. I'm not gonna lie to you, Justin. They're not that normal. They're not that normal. Hmm. Okay, they're pretty weird. So get your weird cap on here, and think what would be your best. Cities. Hmm. Okay. Are you ready? Happiest, right? Yes. Okay. Are Are you ready? Yes. Okay. All right. Here we go. Go ahead. First guess. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with um one in Florida. Got a lot of theme parks. Orlando. 
Orlando. I, I do believe it's on the top 100. Let me check real quick. I Hurry. Think yes. 83. You got Jeez, it. It's That's so right. high still, though. Nice. Okay, one for I got one. It, what do we got? Um, hmm. I'm going to go Boston. Boston. I think you're going to be on the list here, too. Let me check. Let me check. 58. Wow. Yes. Wow. I want to crack the uh, top 50, though. Ooh, that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. Okay. What do we got? Number three. You're two for two. Hmm. I'm going to go with another place in Florida, Miami. Miami. Oh, I think you just fell outside of the 100. Let really? One. Really? 101. What? You got Are you serious? One wrong. What the man. heck, man? One off. Wow, okay. dude. So okay. okay. So now you're two for three. Two for three. What's uh, your what's your fourth choice? I'm gonna go with uh Los Angeles. Los Angeles, I think you're gonna fall off again. Wait, really? What's going on here? I think you're off again. Now, I mean, there are some areas around California, uh, around LA, that yes, but I know Los Angeles is not on the list. What? Not, not? on the top uh, hundred. What? Two for four. You can only get one more. No, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, what? My bad. What? Los Angeles, eighty-two. It was there. Yes, right, yes, dude. Right above, right above Orlando. You got eighty-two and eighty-three. Okay, dude. okay. And the one above, <laughs> Los the one above okay. Los Angeles is completely ridiculous. Yes! Uh, okay, okay. Here we go. So now you're three for four. You got to get two okay. more. Um, I'm gonna go. I don't know. I feel like I'm just guessing cities at this point. I have any no criteria. That Let's is go literally San what you're Antonio, doing. Texas. Yes! Dude. You're literally just <laughs> guessing cities. That I'm is just pulling stuff out my butt. Here. That that's exactly what you're doing. But you know that's what I told you to do. So that's a fact. understandable. San Antonio. San Antonio. Hurry. San Antonio. Hurry. Ninety-seven. Yes. yes, dude. Gosh. Yes. You are one away from winning $50 Ooh. of my money. Can you put, like, suspense music on right now? I'm going to try. I'm going to try putting suspense music <laughs> yeah. on. No one out there cares. Oh. It's me and you. <laughs> I care. It, it builds the theater and drama. Yes. Last one for $50. Oh, this is scary, man. I want $50. Um, hmm. hmm. Let's go with uh, New York, New York, New York, New York. I think that was a that was mm, that might have that might have got you, you off the serious? list. What? I mean, Why? I'm going through it. I'm going through it with a fine comb. Uh, Please, dude. Ninety, yeah, fifty dollars. <laughs> I should have made. I should have made it top fifty. You definitely wouldn't have got it here. I probably would have got pooped on. Now let's go ahead. I'll go down for the folks that are definitely no longer listening out there. That's right. We have got Plano, Texas, number one. I've never heard of that. Plano. Well, I've never been to Texas either. 
plain is in the name. That's a fact. No one plain. wants to be in plain Texas. Well, that, they're happy there, though. So. I guess. Apparently, man. They rank number seven oh, on emotional, <laughs> emotional, physical wellness. They were number seven. In, huh? Income, number six. And community environment, number eight, which gave them a total ranking Number one. Number two, yes! Irvine, California. That one sort of makes sense. Irvine. Number three, Madison, Wisconsin. Mm. Wow. N- number four, Fremont, California. Cool. Free- cool. Number five, Huntington Beach, California. Okay. Number six, proving that weather was definitely not taken into account. Fargo, North Dakota. Say what? Fargo, Te- wow. William H. Macy. Who? Yes, yes. Number seven, Grand Prairie, Texas. Number eight, San Jose, California. Number nine, Scottsdale, Arizona. And number 10, rounding out the top 10, San Francisco. That's a lot of uh, West Coast uh, cities. Dude, 50% of the top 10, California. California is no doubt apparently the place to be. We are missing out. And guess what, Justin? Where do you think Jacksonville is listed on this list of top cities in the country? I don't know because we are the murder capital of Florida. I don't know if you saw that news update. It was on Channel 4 News. Oh, that's sad. We are. (laughs) It's not good. It's pretty bad. Um, I'm going to say I I don't have high hopes for us being really happy. I mean, the Jags always always make us mad. Um, It's not really that much. I don't know. 136. One, I was gonna say I was gonna say above two hundred, man. One thirty-six. Are you ready really? to fire this show up for the hundred and thirty-six happiest city and all the other cities around the world, Justin? Let's do it. Central Let's District. Woo! Oh, yeah. I'm surprised. One thirty-six, though. Ah <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Well, one thirty-six. It's all right. They're hanging tough. All three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and lift. You know off. What? what? I should have. Uh, I should have guessed. Is Philly on there? Like you know, brotherly love. I feel like everyone would be happy. You're lucky that I have not taken down the list because nope. I'm lazy. Yes. Let me check wow. real quick. <laughs> hmm. Let's check here real Hurry. quick. Good lord, they're so tight up there in the Northeast. There's so many different cities up there. You mm. love it. It's so busy, man. Yes! And Dave is being sick in that area as we speak. Jeez. <laughs> it's horrible. Uh, they're not in the top 100. They're really low. They're not happy. I mean, you do have to take into account. Remember, uh, they you Taco Bell employees beat people up in Philadelphia. That's a fact. Oh, that's remember true. That. That's Anyways, true. Justin, we have a fantastic show. After my screw-up last week, we have none other than Heath Smith. The lead singer of Big Thunder and the Rumblefish on the show this week. We're going to get it right this week. We're not going to have technical difficulties. I promise the listeners. Don't embarrass me. I'm trying not to. Are you ready? Birthday suit. Yeah. Happy Okay, here we go. Here we go. Born March 20th, 1957 in Atlanta, 
Georgia. Mm. At a young age, our birthday suit wearer's family moved to Brooklyn, where he attended John Dewey High School. Our birthday suit wearer enrolled at Morehouse College. It was there that he had developed a love of filmmaking. He created his first film uh, called Last Hustle in Brooklyn. He went on to get his master's degree at New York's Tisch School of the Arts. After college, his first film was She's Gotta Have It. Hmm. But in 1989, his film Do the Right Thing. I knew it's Spike Lee, dude. Boom, Spike Lee. Nice dude, call. For, I, I just had to, make I had to make sure, man. I had to make sure. Nice That's call. Right. Now, in addition to creating films, he taught film. He is taught at Harvard and now is a tenured professor at NYU. Yeah. Word. Yeah. Wow. Word. In addition to teaching and film production, he also taught in commercials. His most famous commercial work, Air Jordan, with his mm -hmm. character, Mars Blackman. Yes, dude. That is right. That iconic. Is That's an iconic character. Very much so, man. And, of course, our birthday suit wear loves the Knicks. Yes! Courtside at every Knicks game. Spike. Lee, yes, yes. Speaking indeed. of do the right thing, I do like those do the right thing threes. The no, the nice mm -hmm. sucker for a, a Spike Lee edition of some Jordans. Yes! I like it for sure. Happy birthday, Spike Lee. Yes, indeed, man. Turning the big uh, sixty-two. Wow, sixty-two. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit older than I thought. Spike Lee looking good for sixty-two, man. Yeah. Uh, Justin, do you remember? Of the promise that I made to listeners? Hmm. Uh, the, the promise that we... Oh, that, to, to, to follow back up with them. That is that right. We, needed to do. we would leave no stone unturned. Nope. That Dude, is correct. You said it so good. The segment is called Previously on the Doc G Show. Previously on the Doc G Show. All right, Justin, last week we needed more info on Florida llamas. And I mean specifically us. No listener cared what was going on with Florida llamas. I, I, I needed to know. Let's take a listen. Llama-like creatures used to roam around Florida 25,000 years ago. That's a fact. That's right. Florida llamas 25,000 years ago. Yes. Yes. That's I wonder what they look like. You said yeah. llama-like creatures. Like were they like bigger? Maybe like, maybe they were smaller. Maybe like they were more llamas? like camels. Maybe they were camel-like. Mm. Maybe they had humps. Mm. Who knows? For Lovely lady. Next hump. show. Previously on the Talk G Show, I'm looking up Florida llamas. That's it. Said it. Yes. Oh yeah. Follow up. Follow up. Hmm. All right, Justin. Uh, we've got an answer. There were three different Florida camelids. That's right. Camelids. I, the, I remember. <laughs> that's right. Three different camelids. First, the big-headed llama. Oh, yeah. That's right. There was literally the big-headed llama. That's its colloquial name. Big-headed llamas were cruising around Florida. Second, ladies' giraffe camel. Sweet. That's what? right. Ladies' What's giraffe these weird camel. Names? And lastly, the third Florida camelid, the stout-legged llama. That's right. Llama. That's right. That so, seems normal compared to the other ones. So, well, so first of all, 
uh, the ladies giraffe camel didn't have humps. I looked into it. I know I question whether or not they had humps. No humps. No wow. No lady humps for the lady camel. No lady camel. loves. No. Dude. No, not at all. But uh, but it was between a giraffe and camel. That's what it sort of looked like. It was around 10 feet high. Pretty tall. Whoa. Camel llama. Uh, apparently, the stout-legged llama looked pretty much like a regular llama. Just uh, fat, stubby feet. Yeah, fat legs. Fat legs. You know, that that seems like the type of llama that would be good for a guard llama. So true. You know? Yeah, like big, big, big legs, you know. Stout. Seem to, stout. You're not yes. getting around this guy. Nope. The Guinness of, of llamas. Stout. I, I like it. Yes. All right, our second thing that we had to follow up, St. Patrick's Day. We were questioning the celebration. Wow, and you brought up Guinness. Yes! Let's take a listen. Go to one of their two concerts this weekend for the St. Patrick's Day festivities in Five Points. So true. By the way, gentlemen, I know you haven't been there, but it's it's one of the biggest on the East Coast. I think yo, pretty, yo. I'm pretty Dang. pretty sure the only two that are bigger than the uh, St. Patrick's Day in Columbia are Savannah and uh, Boston. I heard they go have crazy follow- in Savannah. Wow. I'm going to have to follow that up. Let me just go ahead. I'm writing it down on my sheet right now. Make a note um, that I think Chicago's big, too. That's a fact. Okay, Chicago. Ooh, Chicago with the Green River. As well. I got it. Okay, so Florida Llamas, Chicago, Green River. Check. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Green River. All right, so we were guessing different places. Dave brought up Chicago. I wrote down Green River. Turns out he was right. It's number three. Number three on the list. Number one, New York. Two million participants. It's only because they have a huge city. That's not fair. Number, Number two, Savannah, second largest festival. Yeah, yeah. And as I said, number three, Chicago, uh, vegetable dye. That's what's going down in the uh, river, huh? vegetable dye. Vegetable dye. That's well, good, though. That's good. That's safe. Conservative and safe for, yes. safe for our, our uh, environment. Clean for the environment. Only lasts five hours, so you got to get it in. You got to watch quick. Uh, number five was Boston. Number uh, Columbia, which we when I, which I mentioned, which uh, uh, Big Thunder Rumblefish was playing in. Uh, it's, it's, it doesn't, it's one of the biggest in the top in the Southeast, not in the, wow. yeah, not in the, in the, the country, oh. about 50,000 visitors though last year. Pretty impressive for a small Still good. city. Very impressive. I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask Keith about it later on in the show. So that's going to be, that's right. Gonna be, he played two gigs. Their band played two gigs one day. Is basically like the Martin Luther King of bands. Wait, what? If you remember. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, uh, because Martin Luther King had over a speech a day at one point in his career, if you true, remember. True. Girl, come on. Okay. Nothing in what they were saying. There's no equation nope. <laughs> as far as what they were saying a, to Martin it's Luther King. It's a hefty King. comparison. Yes, there, I now doc. I now realize it was a loaded comparison. I <laughs> I retract all statements. It's uh, all right. That's just the the shelf you put them on. That is apparently I gave them way too much clout. Nonetheless, uh, rip from the headlines. Justin, are you ready? Come on, rip it, baby. It's now time for Rip from the Headlines. Okay. Justin, we're smack dab in the middle of Lent. So true. Yeah. yeah. Right? 
Now, for you heathens listening out there what? who are unaware, Lent is in preparation of Easter for the repentance of sins. You deny deny the ego. Usually, Christians will give uh, something up that they enjoy, a luxury of life to replicate the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Hmm. Wandering, wandering around in the desert for 30, 40 days, right? <coughs> Right, that's what we do. That's what goes on. Um, well, I don't. I'm. Uh, I'm usually just lazy about that. I don't do things like that. Uh, true, Justin, true. did you give anything up for Lent? Hmm. No, man. I, I. I just couldn't think of anything to give up. <laughs> it's bad, but I just couldn't. I'm trying to not to curse more. Okay. No, but I mean, the FCC working, keeps that under control work. for us. That's a fact. That's yeah. That's what they do. Um, thanks, guys. Thank you. Uh, well, Del Hall, his name Del Hall, uh, he's making cool what name. he considers a huge sacrifice for Lent. Uh, Del Hall is giving up water. What? He's giving up milk. What? That's actually really crazy. He's giving up tea. What? He's giving up juice. What? He's giving Just up any soda. type of liquid. And he's drinking only beer for Lent. Girl, come on. What? What? Just set back. What is wrong with you? Justin, just set back and absorb the sacrifice that Dell is making. Hmm. Dell said in a statement he's taking a nod from the monks of the 1600s that would fast for the season by drinking only beer. Word. Hall said in a statement I'm an army veteran. I was number one in my class in the Army. I've run marathons before. 26.2 miles. That's a fact. I've done big challenges, but this seems very daunting. First, Justin, I've got to say, I love how he pointed out the distance of the marathon. I've done marathons before. 26.2 miles. Not the you have to make sure you have to let them know. Make n- sure not, they know. Not the one mile versions. Nope. The twenty six point two mile versions. Yes. So I, the marathon. I, 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 I've got to ask. Does Dell think that Jesus is sitting up on a cloud? Like, yeah, I wandered through the desert for forty days and was crucified. Jeez. But you know what? You drank beer for a month. So nothing compares to your sacrifice. Good re good recreation. Good job. Good job. I mean, I, it's a possibility. He could be impressed. I don't know. Mm. Who knows, man? I don't know. It's his child. You get it, Dale. You get it. Yes. You've got a couple more weeks to go. Stay drunk. Word. Um. All right, Justin. Are you ready? Actual headline. Mm. Come on. Here we go. Quote. Space travel is causing astronauts' herpes to flare up. End quote. What? <laughs> what? I thought you... I, I feel... <laughs> what? I, the, now, what? I mean, okay. That's that's interesting. Um, but out of 105 billion people that have... There's only like a few. Yeah. They're uh, astronauts. A hundred... So you're just calling them out. 105 billion people that have lived on Earth in the history of Earth, this could potentially affect 533. That's a fact. That's how many people have been in space before. 533. And you're going to be like, hey, 
Some of them herpes are flaring up. Just want to let you know. Like we can narrow that down real quick. That's that's like having a headline. People who have listened to the Doc G show are getting malaria. Girl, come on. Sure. Wow. Sure, that's frightening roasted. for those listeners. We just roasted the show. But we're only taking a couple of people. There's only a few. I mean, that's a odd headline. A very odd one. Anyways, Justin. That's right. Yo. Dermatologist Meg Lemon has been making headlines the last few days uh, for an interesting topic. You want to know why? What's up? She's telling people to eat their boogers. Ew. What? That's right. What, what's what's the uh, nutritional value in it? What's, well, what is it? So she said this exposes the body to a range of germs that could help people boost their n body's natural defenses. Hmm. Me uh, Meg elaborated. Interesting. Yeah, she elaborated. She said uh, she also tells people to eat food off the floor when they drop it. Um, huh? So I, I got to say, maybe I can get behind the eating of the food off the ground. But boogers? Nope. Boogers? Nope. I I'm going to go out on a limb and, and say we can get enough germs in our systems without eating boogers. Yes! I mean, I feel like next she's going to be like, you know what? You could lick the urinal, uh, urinal handles. It'll oh, boost, God. It'll boost your Or just lick system. the urinal oh. in general. Oh. Ew. That got yeah, Too much? That, too much? No, well, it was right there. You just progressed the handle. I don't know. You, know? you were there. I was. You were there, and I might as well have just pushed yeah. it. I see, I see it. I see it. Uh, Justin. Hmm. Yeah. Just checking in. You don't have any kids, right? No, of course not that I know of. Okay, well, I, I, I thought. I just had to check in. Well, imagine if you had five kids. Hmm. That'd be a nightmare. That'd be tiring, <laughs> right? That's yeah. That's a lot of kids. Yes! That's that's how many kids Crystal Walraven has. Jeez. What kind of name? Yeah, Crystal Walraven. Uh, apparently, uh, Crystal... Um, she uh she had had enough of her five kids, and she decided that she would just leave her kids in Round Rock, Texas, and uh, went to Myrtle Beach. Word. Only problem is, uh, it uh, apparently from the cops' perspective, she didn't do anything to take care of the kids hmm. before she left. Uh, the Round Rock police were initially called to her house uh, when the elementary school principal that her kids go to expressed concern about how these kids were being taken care of. When they got there, they realized uh, there were five kids uh, not really being a, a, a attended to hmm. uh, from the ages of 15 months to 12 years. Jeez. Yeah. Apparently, in an interview, Crystal told the news station the father of the children was supposed to check in uh, and didn't. That's a fact. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. A 15-month-old uh, kid seems like they might need a little bit more attention than checking in on. Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem like they're one that you just poke your head through the door and be like, Hey, you good? Yes! You want me to get you some tea, bell Sweet. No? All right. I'll be back. Kids are becoming more self-sufficient nowadays, man. I'll be back. I somehow feel like at some point, Crystal is also one of those people that bought a tiger that we talked about. 
And she's yeah. like, she's like, you know what? This tiger turned out to be more, m- more responsibility than I expected. Girl, come on. I mean, I gave him steaks in a bedroom, but it got a it got a little out of hand. Got a little out of hand. I feel like that was her, just a little bit. I feel like in this, probably in this case it was children. But uh, Justin, you ready for Yo. another real headline? Hmm. Come on. This one, this one's good, dude. Uh, real headline: "Quote, old fat lesbians who smoke pot Jeez. find captive Instagram audience." End quote. Yes. Jeez, old fat lesbians. My gosh, why can't they just use l- lesbians? <laughs> <laughs> they they went. You know why they did that, Justin? Hmm. Why? I'll tell you why. Because. That's their Instagram name. Oh, okay. It, old fat. Le- well, at least they embrace it, I guess. It's 420 old fat lesbians. That's their what? handle. And what? And they are go. They are blowing the Instagram world up, right? So I looked at this uh, headline, right? And I was like, who are these ladies? Hmm. And in the article, it says they had 8,000 followers, right? By the time I looked at the Instagram, they had 34,000 followers. Jeez. Now they have 43,000 followers. And, Justin, I don't want to make any promises. I don't want to make any promises that I can't keep. But we may have... The old fat lesbians who smoke pot on our show next Whoa. week. Whoa. That's right. That's right. I messaged them and I was like, "Can we get you on the show?" And she she was like, "Yes, I need to figure out my schedule a little bit more, but we're gonna try to make it happen." Wow. Yes. This is yes. sweet. Wow. I can't wait. I'm very excited. These two ladies, they live in Maine where we have recreational rules on marijuana and they're old and they consider themselves fat and they are lesbians and they are going to be on our show and that is everything about their Instagram. That's it. <laughs> I'm, ex- I'm extremely excited. I hope this comes through. I can't wait. I can't so wait. So interesting. That's cool. I never heard of this until now. I know. It's very new, dude. It's very they new. Found- what have they found a captive audience? They found a captive Instagram audience. Yes! They are very entertaining, these ladies. Very entertaining. Uh, but hopefully, hopefully the listeners will hear, hear more next week. Uh, Justin, little, yeah, yeah. little state news here. Uh, did you see the story of William Hardesty? Hmm. No. Okay, William Hardesty of Maryland... Uh, is in a little trouble for some uh, interaction he had with a pelican at Key West. Huh? What? So Will was seen near the water at a harbor in Key West uh, where he seemed to be luring a pelican over to the edge. Word. Uh, Once the pelican came over to eat the food he was luring the pelican over with, Will jumped in the water tackling the bird oh no eventually will got out after harassing the pelican out of the water because a woman told him to get out of the water or she'd call the police Hmm. uh nonetheless the a video of the incident went on youtube 
And two days later, a warrant from the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission was issued and charged to Will. Uh, with what a-, a weird thing. What a bizarre story. That's a fact. Yes, yeah, and it gets weirder uh, because on the video, on the posted video, some people called Will a punk in the comments section of the video where he responded, next time I'm going to eat him for dinner. What? Wonder what he tastes like. Wait, what? Dude, what a weirdo. Uh, the police said they were made aware by concerned citizens saying they heard Will bragging about tackling a pelican. What? Who brags about tackling a pelican? Like, what, yeah, who wakes up and, like, I want to tackle a pelican today? Mm. Like, I understand if you were bragging about some crazy beast of the animal world. Like, I tackled a lion. Whoa. Jeez. I wrestled a bear. Jeez. Wow. That is, like, the weirdest the co- the weirdest combination of an action and an animal ever. I fought a llama. Whoa. Amazing! You was, don't want to fight those. Was it though. was it a guard llama? Get out of was town! Was it stout legged yeah. dude? Those don't even exist anymore. My God! <laughs> I just want to know. But I tackled a pelican. Nope. No. No. Will, what were you thinking? Now he's gonna have to pay up. What did he accomplish out of that? I wonder what he accomplished. I don't uh, a fine or potentially maybe jail time. I don't know if there's jail time for that. Uh, he is charged. He was charged with animal cruelty to migratory birds and the migratory. intentional feeding of pelicans. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Weird. So weird. Justin. Yo. You know how I feel about WalMarts. So true. Yeah. For the listeners wondering uh, how I feel about Walmarts, go back to the April 19th, 2017 show. About three minutes into the show, you know how I feel about Walmarts. It's a great deep cut. Regardless, Justin, there's controversy going on at a Walmart in Walterboro, South Carolina. Hmm. Is someone drinking wine out of Pringle cans again? I wish. Wait, what? Um, police... I, <laughs> I wish. Police were called to the scene because there were reports about an older white man estimated, uh, uh, estimated to be in his mid-60s approaching women and asking them to stand... On his stomach. What? What? Yeah. He went a little further in some of his requests. Is that a weird fetish? And reportedly told some women that he would pay them to stand on his stomach. Hmm. Although the the actual act itself is not considered criminal... The nature of the request and the individual's suspicious activity led to this awareness post. That's what the that old. Is weird. That's what the Walterboro What's Police Department to? wrote. I don't know. That's what the Walterboro uh, Police Department wrote. Uh, three questions, though. One: Does he let dudes stand on his stomach? Why do you want to know? Two: How much is he paying? Three. Can I wear cleats? If all three of these, <laughs> if all three of these, yes, I'm totally in. Yes. I am totally in for this guy's request. That's right. All right, Justin, it's time for. Would you rather? Here we go. Okay. 
Justin, would you rather drink beer for a month hmm. or let me stand on your stomach with cleats? Hmm. How long, though, for with the cleats? Uh, Don't say a month, please. <laughs> Ten minutes. Uh, hmm. Yeah, just, yeah, you, you could stand on my stomach. Woo! All right, you got to fill in for Dave's. Justin, would yeah. you rather tackle a pelican or eat your boogers for a week? Hmm. Like, I don't know, like, but the thing is, like, what did the pelican ever do to me? He ate your sandwich. Wait, what? I'll tackle the pelican then. No! Boogers is too much. That's gross, dude. Just just for the uh, sanity of the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, you would not. That's a hypothetical. Yes! That's a yes, hypothetical. hypothetical. Don't don't. But come, he took my sandwich. Don't come after us, Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation. Nope. We respect all animal cruelty to migratory birds as a criminal act. Word. Okay, we understand that. Nonetheless. We're going to take a break and review all of the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission rules nope. while we listen to none other than Big Thunder and the Rumblefish. This is Big Thunder and the Rumblefish nice, with nice. Cruising right here on the Doc G Show.
93.5 Spinnaker Radio. WSKRLPFM, UNF Jacksonville. And we are back right here on the Dot G Show. Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP 95.5 FM in Jacksonville, Florida. Justin? Listeners, you can check us out on both uh, the podcast and the website. It's a good time. Check it out. Check mm-hmm. us out. Ooh, way to way to d- compile the two. Very nicely done. I Just, tried to. Justin, we just we we are shooting the breeze that first segment. I didn't notice how long we were doing it. We got a Girl, we got a time crunch on our hands. We love it. We don't actually have a time crunch, but we do. We got to speed up. What? Anyways, Justin. Yep. Yep. Shout outs. It's time. Let's go. Where are we going? First, Camberley, United Kingdom. Shout out. Camberley. Shout outs. Hello, mate. Oh, man. Now, uh, I don't know how we say this one. I'm going to go ahead and say Mataluyong. Mataluyong, Philippines. Hmm. Huh? What? Yeah. Uh, I actually have never heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. right. How you do you spell that? M A D A L U Y O N G. Luyong. I think it's Mada Luyong. Okay. You you who knows. You're the res- I, you're the resident Filipino. So yeah. I not But I've never been there. I don't have any family there. Oh. So. Regardless, they love us. Shout out Shout to the out. Philippines. Kamusta? Kamusta? Yeah. There you go. Uh Greensboro, North Carolina, shout out. Wow, yo, yo. Shout yes, out. indeed. Uh, Karlovy, Czech Republic. Oh, yeah. my. Yeah, out. they love it. They love us in the Czech Republic. Ever since that Charles Bridge, man. Ever since. Yeah. Gainesville, Florida. Whoa, yes. go Gators. There, indeed, yes. Uh, Robert Vall, Con- Canada. Robert Vall. I guess Roberval. Hmm. I don't know. R O B. Maybe what? that sounds good. That let's sounds go. Let's go with Roberval. Roberval, Canada. And lastly, shout out to Braintree, Massachusetts. Braintree. Huh? That's right. The old Braintree man. Shout out to everybody listening. We appreciate the listeners. Shout outs. Shout out. All right, Justin. Second birthday suit. Here we Come go. On. Born on March 20th, 1980, our birthday suit wearer was born in Seattle, Washington, where he loved basketball. It was his dream to play in the NBA his whole life. He played at his high school, Rainier Beach High School, where his number 23 was eventually retired. After high school, our birthday suit wearer went on to the University of Michigan for one year, declared for the 2000 NBA draft. He was drafted eighth overall by Cleveland, but was immediately traded to Chicago. In 2004, he was traded to the Knicks. Mm. In 2008, he was traded to Golden State. Mm. In 2009, he was traded to Atlanta Hawks, where he won his first Sixth Man of the Year award. Wow. In 2011, he was traded to the Blazers. In 2012, he was traded to the Clippers, where in 2014 and 16, he won his second and third Sixth Man of the Year award. Is this Jamal Crawford? Jamal Crawford. Yes, indeed. That is correct, man. Freaking crossover king. 
Crossover king, skinny as a mofo, man. What? So skinny. <laughs> skinny. Skinny as a mofo. Always watching his figure. Actually, I don't think he is, but he just stays really skinny, man. He is. He does, man. And uh, just an assassin from the three-point line. You got to watch out when he gets hot, man. That's right. When he gets He's hot. He's a shooter, man. He will go off. He then played in Toronto in 17 and was traded to Phoenix, where he is still currently playing. Turning the big 3-9, man. Yes! Getting close nice, to that. man. Getting close to that 4-0, man. Yes! Getting close. A lot of players are trying to shoot for that now. Well, you know, Carter. Vince Carter, he's he's sort of the pinnacle there. Still going. He's still, still playing going. pretty good too. Still but this is strong. about Jamal. Happy birthday, Jamal. Happy birthday, Sweet. Jamal. Live it up. Okay. Okay. Uh Justin, I've got something here that could affect the lives of all three of our listeners. Wait, what? That's what? right. Huge impact right here. We are going to have two of our segments. Collide. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready for Why Weddings Suck? Hot Takes of History Edition. Wow. Go. Okay. Oh, man. All right. Well, Interesting. Man, a lot of people go to weddings and uh, love how to point out how fun it is and how many great traditions there are at weddings. Well, today, Justin, I'm here to ruin those traditions. That's right. Jeez. That's right. That's right. HTH. HTH, you're a wedding ruiner. Hot, hot, hot takes of history. Miss Justin, the bouquet. You know the bouquet. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, we've seen these. The bride, she throws it out to see who's going to get married next. Yes! Well, yeah, bouquet and garter. Well, did you know why brides carry bouquets in the first place? Do you know? Hmm. No, I don't. They used, enlighten me. They used it to cover up their horrendous body odor. Ew. What? Yes. <laughs> yes. Apparently, ever heard of? Perfume, dude. Well, apparently, back in the Middle Ages, before the uh, perfume was really uh, spread throughout the population, uh, brides would use bouquets so people couldn't smell them, and they really? would they would use things like garlic and dill. That definitely will do it. <laughs> dear, dear Lord, how bad do you have to stink? When you're like, you know, you know what would make what me smell. Could cover this up. You yeah. know, you know what would make me smell way better. Garlic and dill. Ew. That is gross. That is pretty gross. Take a shower. You know you're bad when you're trying to make yourself perfume like pork. Hmm. That's not. <laughs> that's not good. Hgh. Hgh. You stinky humans. <laughs> of history. So this next one, this one goes right into the last one. Justin, do you know why June is the most popular wedding date? Hmm. Um, no. Apparently, it's because that's when we were least stinky. Wait, what? 
Appa- oh, wow. Okay. Apparently, it's because May was the month that most people in the Middle Ages took their annual bath. Oh, yeah. What do you mean annual? It's not annual. It should be daily, you disgusting it, freak. It was Middle Ages, man. It was Middle Age. So June, I wonder how they smelled. So June was when they were their uh, cleanest. And coincidentally, they're less stinky. Yeah, uh, then they didn't have to spend so much money on bouquets. Or uh, whatever they spent it, how, however they spent it on. Justin, interestingly, uh, just so you know, my annual bath is October. So That's a fact. So just so you Explains know. Explains everything. <laughs> just so you know. You I'm, stinky freak. I'm, I'm getting to peak stinkiest as we All speak. All right, well, I'll see you in October then. HTH. <laughs> HTH. <laughs> of history guys apparently uh honeymoons used to be for the bride and groom to see guests that weren't able to make it to the wedding hmm. yeah it wasn't to get away and to party and as bride and groom it was to see folks that they didn't get to see yes cool, cool. yes it wasn't until 1791 that the honeymoon went from visiting folks who didn't make it to the wedding to just a trip after the wedding. I get the feeling that there was one dude in the 1790s that was like, you know what? We just told him we were going on a trip. Hmm. We didn't say we were going to see those guys that didn't make it to the wedding. Besides, why should we go see them? They were the ones that didn't come see us. Exactly. That's right. That guy ruined it for everybody else. Let's see the world. I would like that. Can we go back to that? I wouldn't mind if the 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 bride and groom came to see me. That'd be nice. So true. Really? I, I feel do. You wouldn't even care. No, well, I wouldn't care. But then I wouldn't have to do anything, yeah. and I wouldn't have to go to their horrible celebration. Yeah. They'd have to come to Jeez. me. That'd be nice. Horrible. H T H. H T H. Of history. Justin, centuries yeah. ago, the best man was not there for just moral um, and emotional support, hmm. but for physical backup. Wait, what? Yeah. What does that mean? Back centuries ago, again, starting in the Middle Ages, it was common for the groom to literally steal the bride from her family if they didn't approve the wedding. Jeez. Yo, that's illegal now. And the groom chose his best man as backup for the fight if the bride's family retaliated. Word. In fact, it was common for the best man to stand next to the groom with a sword just in case the family busted into the wedding. What? What the heck? I can't imagine how that conversation would go. I've never been a best man, but... Hey, Ben, I want you to be my best man. Word. All right, what do I have to do? Well, you're going to need to get a tux. Uh, You're going to have to plan the bachelor party. You may need to kill a couple of the bride's members' families. Wait, what? They didn't agree with the whole marriage. What? No. No, I don't think so. Even if he told me I was going to have to just talk to some of the bride's family, I'd be like, eh, I'm out. Seems tough. No thanks. No thanks. HTH. HTH. Don't get violent. The takes of history. 
Let's go to the other side of the altar with the bridesmaids. That's right. Bridesmaids were originally told to dress the exact same as the bride in ancient ancient Rome. You know uh, the reason? Hmm. Uh, uh, so, I don't know, actually. Nope. Apparently, it was so they could confuse vengeful spirits that were out for harming the bride. What? Interesting. Okay, let's rewind that. Hey, Ben, I'm going to need you to be my bridesmaid. Well, all right, what is that? What do I have what? to do? Well, <laughs> organize the bachelorette party. Oh, you'll need to uh, dress the same as me? Oh, why is that? So, uh, when angry, driven banshees come to suck my soul out, they'll be confused and choose you instead. Wait, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> no, I think I'll pass. Choose another bridesmaid. Besides, I don't look good in that dress. Nope. It's a an honor, dude. HTH. HTH. Hot, hot, hot takes of history. Last one, Justin. Here we go. Veils. Hmm. You know veils, right? Yeah. yeah yes. Once again, we're going back to Roman times. The bridal veils were a red sheet known as fleumen. Fleumum. Huh? Yeah, fleumum. I think I'm saying that right. Nope. Anyways, they were designed to look like flyer. A uh, fi flyer. Fire. They were designed to look like fire. The bride's entire body would be covered in this material. An attempt to once again scare away evil spirits. Word. What, dude? Like, what is this weird nonsense witchcraft and pe and people wonder why I say weddings suck. Apparently, okay, they don't do that now. Apparently, <laughs> there are evil spirits running rampant around these things, Jeez. attacking brides and bridesmaids left and right. Say what you want about Taco Bell. You may get beat up by employees, but you will not get attacked by vicious ghosts. That's right. That's all I'm saying. That's right. That's all I am saying. That has concluded. The com combination Very weird. of HTH and Why Weddings Suck combined. Yes! All right, Justin, before we go to break, it is time for the quote of the day. Sweet. Nice. It is time for the quote of the day. Last week, you guys chose Bill Murray. Uh, this week, we have put a new one in place of Bill Murray. So now we have Mitch Hedberg, Stephen Colbert, and Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, man. What are we choosing? Mitch Hedberg, Stephen Colbert, one. or Jerry Seinfeld? Never heard of uh, Mitch Hedberg before. I'm great, sorry. Great comedian. He sadly passed yeah. away, I think, in 2005. Wow. He was hilarious. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to go. I'm just going to get him off the board now. Stephen Colbert. Okay. All right. Mr. Colbert. Here we go. Quote. There's an old saying about those who forget history. I don't remember it, but it's good. Ooh. End quote. End wow. quote. Nicely done, Stephen. I've got another good one that down the road I'm going to put up with Stephen again. But very nice. There's an old saying about those who forget history. I don't remember it, but it's good. He's the Dang. guy. That's pretty awesome. He's the guy. He forgets history. It's It's ironic. Anyways, Very. we are going to take a break. We will be right back. None other than Heath Smith from the band Big Thunder and the Rumblefest, straight off of their St. Patrick's Day shenanigans. 
in Columbia, South Carolina. We will be right back. Keep it locked here on the Doc G Show. What's up, y'all? I'm Dalton. I'm Jake. I'm Trey. We, we are Lonely Highway, Highway and you're listening, listening to the Doc G, G Show. Come, Come on. on. And we are back here on the Doc G Show. We have none other than my friend and lead guitarist, singer of the band Big Thunder and the Rumblefish. We have none other than Heath Smith. Heath, how's it going? Hmm. Good, man. Good, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. So I guess you're you're recovering now from those shows. You got your voice back, I hear. Hmm. Yeah, man. My voice is still kind of... Uh... It's still trying to make it make it back to a hundred percent, but man, let me tell you. Yeah, you sound that, you you have a little bit. You you sound a little like me. I had a cold last week, so oh! sort of the same thing nope. as far as the voice. It sounds like it really is, man. It's kind of just like it's it's not quite there. Kind of nasally feeling. Just having to really put a lot of effort into into just vocalizing my thoughts you know there you go a lot more than usual (laughs) gotta gotta drink the herbal teas gotta recover gotta get the sleep herbal teas throat coat man you know it you know it man. it's the biz man now listeners may not know but me and heath we worked uh, at the same gym for four years, we used to talk music. We'd get all up in different bands. We'd talk about Zeppelin. We'd talk about Pink Floyd. You know, Heath would always be wearing his Pink Floyd shirts and whatnot. We'd get go, getting going on the music. And then he started talking one day about playing guitar. I was like, ah, I play the drums. So true. And he was like, dude, we should jam. And I was like, yeah, we should. And then I just always sort of forget about it. And then finally, one of the other guys on the on the uh, staff, Jake, was like, hey, I'm playing guitar, man. We should jam. And I was like, you know what? I got another guy on staff. You know Heath. We should we should all play. Wow. And so we, we started rocking out, uh, you know. And so me and Heath, as far as musical connection listeners, we go back. Jeez. We go back a while. We've, we've, we've talked about shredding and whatnot for a long time. But I wanted you to tell the listeners, Heath, how you got start started playing guitar. What you what did what got you into playing guitar? Hmm. Well, you know, by I mean, by the way, that that is I, I love that story. By the way, <laughs> yes! just you know how things really came together. Great. That's story. right. It was funny, man, because it was you know we just sort of it it was it, it was very organic in the fact that we just you know you kept talking about music and I was like yeah this guy knows his music and this is good music and then you were like man I play guitar we should jam and I didn't really put too much thought into it because I played with a couple other people but I was just like yeah we'll get around you know people are always like they're always like hey hey let's jam let's jam let's jam and then a lot of times it's really not that good no well a lot of times you get there and like especially guitar guitar is the worst like when somebody because well and that's to be honest it's probably what i thought a little bit about you when you said i can play guitar i was like yeah sure you can nope you know like i was thinking you were you know i it was my bad for not saying that i played other instruments too so it was like you know i didn't really realize 
that I was doing the same <laughs> thing that, yeah, to me that I approach in the same way that you probably approach. Yeah, it's like you know, you're you know, you and I both have always had sort of old older souls. I feel like yeah. And, you and I are both pretty cynical people, so <laughs> yes. I'm kind of, when people do that to me, I'm just like, yeah, man, whatever, like, cool, just hit me up, and usually no one ever does, but yeah, I, I love I love that story, though, man, it, it just, it really was such an organic thing, but. Well, you know, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things that I didn't think, one I was like nah like playing drums and I I'd like to play I was like ah, I don't know what and then Jake was like I want to play I was like well now I got two people I mean at least we you know could hang out a little bit so that'd be cool like we should probably do that Word. and then we actually played and we we're like oh he can actually Heath can actually play oh okay <laughs> I was like all right yeah these these guys are actually pretty decent, so let's... Uh, and let's and just... we actually want to do this. Oh, all right. Okay, this this makes more sense than, you know, just having... Because, I mean, I don't know how many times I've had that guy that's been like, yeah, let's, let's play. And then, you know, I go over to his house, and he's like, G chord, let me... Girl, come on! It's his fingers down here. Oh, Jesus, we're doing this now? Like... Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then you know, there's always people that are like, hey, let's jam. And then they, and then a lot of times it'll be like practice a couple songs, and then it's like hang sesh. Yeah. For the rest of the night. yeah. But we had we always had a different. It was just music, man. Let's get it. it. Oh yeah. Meanwhile, be like you know, we just all love playing. Yeah. And it all just, and we were just like, let's just play, and that you know that was the thing that we do hang out is play music which was pretty awesome meanwhile in the back i found that claude was back there just getting his nba on and i was like oh that's right so this guy he's got the same thing except it's for the nba instead of music i understand yeah okay. man i mean two two pretty legit well, two, two different passions in the legit human being two di two different passions in the same house man two different passions in the same house but nonetheless tell 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 me where where the the music came before we got together where did that happen hmm. well you know remember you remember back in the day there was Sears mm hmm I don't know if those are still even around. They don't. They, they they got knocked out, man. They actually went out. Oh. Uh, I forget. Uh, I, I think there's some still some stores, but they're definitely removing all of them. Isolated yeah. stores. Yeah. Yeah. I think the chain is pretty well. It's done. done. It's done. So say, but but it was. I, I I distinctly remember being in Sears mm -hmm. one day. My dad loved that store, and um. On one of the end, the end of one of the aisles, kind of towards the where where people walk, you know, the main walkway. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There was a, a, a sweet looking acoustic guitar, and I, you know, I don't really know why in that specific moment hmm. I looked at it, and it if it, if you watch the show, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. There's a there's a there's a piece where one episode where Frank sees this painting and it like it takes him it like mentally takes him back to this crazy time in his life mm -hmm. and it just like you know it brings up all these 
feelings and stuff for him that he didn't know he had and yeah. that was sort of it for me i looked at it and i was like i it was like you know the lights got bright around it and a sort of like a movie where it zooms in a little bit and i was just like that that's it i gotta i gotta learn how to play it I, like i said i really don't know why or what specifically it just and you and i was in i was in the right place and i looked at the right hour at the right time and the exact moment sort of i guess when my brain was ready for it and then from that day forward i, I begged my parents to buy me one and, and they did and i really turned back since honestly and you and you went you went hard on that guitar that wasn't just i mean later on you started making adjustments to to the guitar itself Word. uh putting putting oh, man, mods I, I on it, it. Wanted to know everything about it, man. I had to know how it worked from the ground up, pretty much. And um, I think I've told you this before. You remember? You you, you might you probably remember um, the unplugged in New York that mm-hmm. MTV used to do. Oh yeah, great concert series. Yes, in general. But uh, my parents got me the Nirvana one for Christmas, and Kurt Cobain had this, you know, his lefty guitar and mm-hmm. had like a Strat pickup in it and i just thought that was the coolest thing and it was like the best of both worlds there was an acoustic guitar and there was a the strap pickup in it and he had i mean he even had the volume and tone knobs just like a regular strap yeah and i was like man that is pretty freaking cool so i i really want to try that yeah that's right yeah pretty awesome feeling that's a that's that's a whole nother level i didn't have either level when i first got a guitar i had way too much i was just like you know i wanted the guitar my mom got me the guitar i sat there for a week being like Obviously, she got me a broken one. This is defective because yes! every time I strum it, it sounds like <laughs> So she didn't give me the right one. Then my brother came back with tabs and like music and was like, hey, so these are all the songs. Like, oh, God, you give me all this homework? Girl, come on. I got to try the. Nah, it's too much. Too much for me, man. Too much, too much man. at that too time. Much. I had to back off. I started too early. Come back to it later. Yes! One of those things where kind of like you know back to the way that we first started playing music together where it's like somebody says hey you know you need to check this band out or whatever yeah whatever it might be it's like oh, all right it's like calm down a little bit i i have a good taste yeah okay, i know i know what's in yeah musically all right it's yeah like you have to sort of find those things it has on to, your own. Yeah, it has to you be. You have to do it on your own. Exactly. Like I heard the first time I heard the Black Keys and didn't know it was them, and it was a song I had never heard before. I, I don't remember which one it was, but I was like, this is pretty cool. And then I looked it up, and it was the Black Keys, and I was like, man, I thought I didn't even really like them. Yeah. I had no idea why, and I it just... It's like, you know, you have to do it yourself. Well, it's it's amazing how that can... That is why, and listeners know out there, I don't tell them to listen to our show. That's a fact. Because <laughs> if you tell them to listen to the show, they're going to be like, this show sucks. Yeah. I don't want to listen to the show. So all you guys out there, don't listen to this. Nope. Okay? You yeah, don't, don't need to listen to this. If you find it, fine. But you don't need to try to listen to it. That's why we're, we're definitely glad you're here. That's right. It's yeah. It's organic. If you found it, good for you. 
But that's all I'm looking for, man. Speaking of organic, you guys organically created Big Thunder and the Rumblefish. It came together out of the band that we had. Uh, and you guys recently, this past year, 2018, you put out the first uh, debut album. Lots of good jams. The listeners actually have got to hear pretty much almost the whole album. They got to hear all kinds off of it. Uh, they just heard Cruisin' uh, earlier in the uh, in, in the show. Um, I, I wanted to know about the the album making process. How much did you guys have going in to the studio? Was it made? Because I know at the time when you guys came together, you actually hadn't been together that long as a group. Nope. So did you have this album put together or was it sort of a, a creation once you got there? Hmm. It was it was sort of half it was half about half half. Yeah. You know, I would say we had I think the first five songs written before our first official studio session that wasn't in a version of my home studio. Yeah. So, um, which was, man, that was so nice. Just having somebody else hit record and do all that stuff, man. That, that was like, not checking it, levels. It, it, it made, it made the music better. Cause I was so much more relaxed. I think. Yeah. Like, all you had to do is focus on making music. Do it, yeah. You know, and like kind of relinquishing that control a little bit. But, um, yeah, we had written the first five songs with our two former guys, um, yeah. the Jake Parlor that we mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. and um, a guy, Jay, that we had picked up after you had moved to Florida. Mm -hmm. um, so we wrote five songs together, um, and obviously Evan, my good buddy, was playing keys at that time. Mm-hmm. He had just moved to Columbia with us, so we had written the first five songs together as a four-piece, and then we, uh, Jay got an internship in, in California, so we went in a different direction. Jake had wanted to put a little more time into his personal training career, which is, you know, really, really taken off, mm -hmm. so it was a great move for him, so... Um, love the guys to death too. Still, still friends of mine. Um, but you know, purely creative differences. Nothing, nothing any, any more than that. Yeah. But um, but we had written with those guys, and so the first five songs on the album were pretty well already done. We had recorded those in my home studio, and we knew exactly how we wanted them to turn out. And it was basically just like let's just reel out these tracks. Yes as fast as possible and just have yeah. have them done in a, a more professional studio with a little bit better gear you know somebody else like a, a fifth person to kind of help litigate mm -hmm. some, some stuff for us and so that i mean that turned out to be a really really great move mm -hmm. and so the rest of it kind of evolved as we picked up jared a guy who um I had met through open mics, same open mics that we, you and I had gotten started at. Years oh, yeah. Ago. Um, met him and, and asked him to jam. And then uh, we picked up Logan, our drummer, off of Craigslist. Um, that was pretty cool. I, I just had an ad out. I was just trying to get anybody I could, you know, and it, 
it was tough because we wanted somebody who was kind of creative minded like us to write with and well um, you know i mean to be to be honest i I think you hit a jackpot with him because jay obviously is way better of a drummer technically than i could ever be um or well or at least ever put any in my effort, I'm nowhere close to him as far as his drumming talent, but as for trying to fit with you guys automatically as far as what we had made musically, it wasn't his best fit. And I think the music that Jay makes now is a lot closer to what he wanted to do in the first place. And he was a great right. drummer, and it was always trying to find that rhythm with you guys as far as with the music that you were making. And I think Logan now... That's the thing is now he he's already in that vibe of making it, so it just clicks a lot better. What it reminds me of is with the Red Hot Chili Peppers when uh, um, uh, with, with yeah, Flea he went back to school I think to to learn. Well, no, no. Uh, uh, what's what's his name? Uh, or Chad Dave Smith. Navarro. When Dave Navarro came in the oh, band yeah, instead yeah, of yeah, John yeah. Frashani, and so Dave Navarro was a great guitarist. Yeah! But dude, he, I gotta tell you, man, one hot minute, man, I absolutely love that album. I know, I love it. I know, I but so, it and that's the thing is, it just took so much time, and it was so difficult for them to make that it because just wasn't, because it, they weren't the same. Johnny. That's right. Yeah, because they weren't. They, <laughs> that's what it. Comes it it wasn't. To. It wasn't that crew. And I think with Logan, that's the thing is, you know. Uh, Jay was the the Dave Navarro. He was extremely talented, and he was a great drummer. It just didn't fit with the group the way it was going as far as the way that he played. And then when you got Logan, it was more, okay, this is what we do as far as what we need in the pocket, what we need as a drummer. And, you know, both were great, but now you got that thing that he can sort of take it to another level in his way. And I think I think that works. I works for the band, you know. Works great. Logan for the band. is Logan is extremely extremely uh, musical uh, music with, with music theory. He's extremely extremely intelligent. Uh, mm-hmm. Him and Jared both. They really helped. They really took us to the next level. Writing. Yes! If you listen to Highly Suspect, which is, I, I think I've mentioned this before to you is where yeah that's where i think the, the album really hits stride in my opinion yeah um, that's right holly suspect and soul stealer those mm-hmm. two songs are soul stealer one and two and that the jam that's in the middle of that sort of intermission if you will that segues those two songs on the album um that's where we really hit our stride and you can really tell that we were able to just expand the the musical taste a lot faster like the way that evan and i nonsensically view and 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 interpret music it's like there was one part where because it's it's written in three four sort of a waltz timing and there was one distinct part um right after the first chorus where i was like man there's just it just needed something i didn't know what it was it was something but i was like i was like maybe if you just add just make this one piece 
a seven count instead of a instead of a, a six count. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's like it really just and, and you can pick it out. You can try to pick it out now that you know where it is. Yeah, it's right in between the first chorus after the first couple times. Mm-hmm. He says Evan says highly suspect, mm-hmm. and it's like you know it hits one extra time. And like nobody would probably notice that, but. I was like, it just needs something. It just needs something. And, you know, I was able to sort of throw that idea out there. And then and Jared and, and Evan, or sorry, Jared and Logan were able to sort of reel it in. And, and that's just one small example of where. Well, I mean, for for your, your rhythm section to, to point out, you know, ch- changing time signatures like that jeez yeah that that that's a sign of a rhythm section that gets it because i can yeah, t- i they, can tell you I, if if you, <laughs> you throw that out on me i'd be like all right it's, girl, it's take a month for me to figure this out here i'm gonna go back look at some tool songs see what i can come up with uh right get back or with some, you some rush or something like that yeah uh so uh we're we're actually running a little short on time but uh let's get real quick here to uh, this this past weekend, you were actually doing the St. Patrick's Day Festival there. You had two shows. You had one at Jake's. You had one at Breakers. How did those shows turn out for you this weekend? Hmm. Man, those shows, two of the best shows that we've we've had probably maybe ever, but oh, definitely man. in a while. Sweet. I mean, the, the crowd response was there. Yes! Um, you know, all of a, a lot of our friends were able to make it, and, and that was really awesome. And it was just, it was just fun, man. Very nice. Now, did you? I. You, you've told me before you got a, you got a, you you worked on some new songs after your first release there in 2018. Did you get to try out any of the new songs that you guys have been working on? We did. We played one we've been working on uh, called The Galaxy. Nice. It's um, heavily inspired by uh, by the song "Do You Think I'm Sexy" by Rod Stewart. Nice. Oh, yeah. So, um, so as soon as we get that done, I'm I'm gonna be sending that one your way. But I like it. I like it, man. Yeah, it's got that cool. It's just got a cool disco bass with was... some with some simple, really simple chords, simple progression. We're, we're we're trying to write more refined music, if you will. Yeah. Sweet. Now, uh, real quick, I mentioned obviously. Uh, I actually, I, I don't know if I referenced it. I said it a bunch during the actual show as well. But this was in Colombia. The St. Patrick's Day Festival was in Colombia. You guys are obviously a Colombia-based band. Uh, I always, out of all my guests, out of all the cities, I like to see where the hot spots are to eat. So out of the Hmm. Columbia City area, Cola, where would you say three top spots for Heath to eat? What what are your three top spots? Oh, man, this is an ever-changing thing for it me. Is. I think I think the last time we talked about food, <laughs> I, what, I, I would have 
I, I would have totally different answers. It's the last time. It's true. I'll, I'll see know, if I can remember. I know one of the top ones. Now, are you going to keep Cantina on there? You said Cantina seventy six last time. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, Cantina, okay. That's that's a mainstay for my food in Columbia. That's Cantina a seventy six. That's right. It's a perennial. It's always there. And okay. there's two of them. There's one on Main Street. Got the one down. Divine yeah. Street. Yeah. For those of you that are familiar with Columbia. Thank you. Both of them are, are on point. So that that is definitely, that one doesn't change that much. There it is. Okay. Okay. So we got one. What else we got? Hmm. So one, one that I like that's kind of a guilty pleasure is uh, mostly because I was out late Saturday night and, uh, I got, you know, bar none. Wow. Oh, okay. Bar none. And they have the hottest chicken tenders in the world. Oh, oh my gosh. Big claims. You're getting, you're getting third degree burns every time you eat it. (laughs) So like, it's so good, man. You just, you want more. Like the pain doesn't even matter. The heat and the flavor. That's a big deal right there. The heat and the flavor, man. And they have just not even a basket of fries nope. it's like a mound of fries with jalapenos and bacon sour cream pretty much all the good stuff that you want on Man. fries they bring the wheelbarrow over for for fries i like it I like yeah it. like I, I, it's like a glorified trough is what it is there it is what's the third hmm. the third one man third one's gonna be a tough one Oh man, I gotta go. I gotta go with some grilled tea. Ah, grilled teriyaki. There it is. You're going the late night spots this time around. I like it. I like late it. Late night spots, it, man. I, I was, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm used. To, I'm a late. I'm a night owl. So that's it. Gets me in trouble, but uh, that's. Those are my spots. I, I can't I can't fault you for those spots. We've got grilled I don't tea. really eat out during the day because I'm at work usually. Yeah. I bring my lunch a lot of times. So I try to. The guilty pleasures late at night. Guilty pleasures, man. That's it. The late night spots. I understand, man. Well, Heath, uh, we are looking forward to the new album, Big Thunder's new album. Hopefully, it comes out soon. Do you have any rough idea when you're thinking it may be out? Hmm. Uh, I would be surprised if it's not out within a year from, from today. Okay. Okay. So, we're looking in relative to a year's time. Uh, listeners, make sure to check out their music, Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music. You can get it all there, or you can follow them on their Instagram page, at Big Thunderfish, or make sure to follow them on Facebook for all their shows, all their merchandise. Got a lot of cool stuff on there. Heath, thanks for being on the show, man. It was a pleasure, Doc. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on. Definitely, definitely. Guys, we're going to take a listen to Big Thunder right now. We're wrapping up that whole album. We'll be right back on the Doc G Show.
And we are back here on the Doc G Show. That was Big Thunder and the Rumblefish right there. You just heard me talking with old friend and pal of the show that we screwed up last week. Let me correct it. I screwed up last week and did not have him on like we promised. But nonetheless, it was great catching up with him. Good times in Columbia. Good times with Big Thunder and the Rumble Fist. Make sure to go check out their music. Hey, hey. Okay, okay. Are you ready for the last, the last of our birthday suits? Yes. Born on March 20th, 1970 in New York City. Our birthday suit wearer's mom was a radio personality, and our birthday suit's father was a radio executive. Hmm. Our birthday suit wearer eventually graduated from Martin Luther King High School in New York City. After graduating, he moved to L.A. to try and become a stand-up comedian. While doing stand-up, he started trying his hand at acting. He landed a role on the show China Beach, and then a recurring role on the show My Name is Earl. He has gone on to be in over 60 films, including Poetic Justice, Money for Nothing, Higher Learning, Deep Blue Sea, Men of Honor, Hitch, and Sully. He He also has an extremely popular podcast that our friend Andy Frasco is a big fan of. And lastly, he is a color commentator for the Big Three League. Name that birthday suit wearer. What is that guy's name? Oh my gosh! Think about it. Think about wait, it. Wait, wait, wait! It's Rappaport. There it is. What's the first name? Do you remember? Michael uh, Rappaport. Rap- yes. Yes. You you got it. I'll give you the last name was the hardest part. There it is, Michael Rappaport. Yes, I love yes, it. Man. I love. It. He's good, man. He he roasts people sometimes, man. He's he gets angry. I would definitely be afraid to be on a show. I feel like he would make fun of how dumb I am, and I'd probably go home and cry. And, That's and like you know, like he's got that that uh, that New York New York accent, which makes like the roast even more roast. Yes, but yes. he's a funny so guy. True. He's a funny guy. He can be, and it's it's odd too because in a couple of his roles he played like the complete opposite. Of yeah. Because have you ever seen Men of Honor? Mm. No, 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 I haven't. Actually. In that show, he's like the introverted, clumsy, not so athletic guy that's trying to be in the Navy divers, and what? he he. <laughs> he he becomes good friends with Cuba Gooding Jr.'s character. Very good movie. Awesome movie. If you get a chance to watch it, I highly recommend it. Very Is that inspiring. the one with... Uh, is, that, is Tommy Lee in that one? Mm. No. Uh, uh, I think you have something else? Rob, Robert De Niro is in it. Robert uh, De Niro is in it. Okay. He, he plays the Navy Chief Diver in it. Master yeah. Chief Diver. Uh, and... Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. is the first black uh, black uh, diver that uh, tries true, to be true. in the Navy. Yes! Very inspirational. I love it. It's a great movie. Anyways, that's not the point. It the is, point is Michael Rapport's Rapport. I like, all, I like his uh, cat video on his Instagram. Yes. One, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, he's about to turn 50. Hey, I mean, he's, he's 49 now. He's about to turn 50 next year. Crazy. 
But you know what? He's doing it for the culture, man. I like him. He's all about it. Nonetheless, guys, this is the end of the show. It has been a very good one. All kinds of shenanigans taking place. I mean, I don't want to make Dave feel left out, but we had a good time. But you got left out. Yeah. I had a good time with you, Verge. I had a great time. Had a lot I mean, of things happen on the show. That's a fact. Top 10 cities. Top 10 cities. I am not moving to Fargo. I don't care how high it is on the Fargo, list. Fargo. Where was this again? North Dakota. North Dakota. North Dakota. I I have this is how bad Fargo is. Whenever we have bad weather, I have it on there just to make me feel good about whatever our bad weather yes! is. Dang. And that's no no offense to them. That's just the straight facts. But guess oh. what? They're happy down there. Apparently, they're happy up there. Way up there. Way up there. Big-headed llamas in Florida. Sorry, curveball. Stout-legged llamas. Do not tackle pelicans. Anyways, guys, I have been your host, Doc G. With me, as always, none other than Justin, Virgin Bat, Evangelista. You love it and you listen to it. It's good to be here, Doc. That's right. It is, man. You know what I just realized before we... We don't have anything. I literally didn't think of anything to follow up. Hmm. I'm going to follow up on something. Don't you guys worry. I'm going to go deeper into something. But I'm we'll telling g- you, dude, we got to figure no, out. No, no, no. We're going to zip it up. <laughs> We've got <laughs> zip it up. Wait, Who what? Zip it out. <laughs> you made me screw it. You made me screw it. We got hold on. We're coming back. Okay, okay. here we go. Until next week. Zip it up and zip it out. Zippity-doo-dah.